raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! Oh, 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 baby! We are going to have some fun here because we have a little drama on Capitol Hill. I'm Jason Hammer. Big Nige is out. Jerry Lopez, Indy Spanglish on Twitter, is here. Now, Jerry, are you someone that feels like the upper echelon of the FBI, the top levels of the FBI, or crooked, or biased, or anything like that. Oh, I have no doubt of it. I 100% would agree with that sentiment. I feel like they're complicit in a lot of the things that are happening. Okay, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't just me. You know, maybe I'm the Lone Ranger here. Sometimes I get accused of putting the tinfoil hat on. But the things that I witnessed today in this hearing of FBI Director Chris Ray in Washington on Capitol Hill, how can you not feel like there's some sort of cover-up going on. You know what I'm saying? Well, sure, and every answer is a non-answer as well. There are very little straightforward answers, even when when when, when, when shown evidence, direct evidence of what I'm asking you, I have the answer already, we get a non-answer back. So let's take you through some of the more interesting moments that took place in this hearing in Washington. So this is FBI Director Christopher Wray basically like Jerry said, playing dumb to Representative Daryl Issa's multiple FBI agents in the crowd question when it came to January 6th. How many individuals were either FBI uh, employees or people that the FBI had made contact with were in the January 6th uh, entry of the Capitol and surrounding area? So I really need to be careful here talking about uh, where we have or have not used confidential human sources. Was there one January or more? 6th, was there one or more individuals that would fit that description on January 6th that were in or around the Capitol? I, I believe there is a uh, a filing in one of the January 6th cases that can provide a little more information about this, and I'm happy to see if we can follow back up with you. I, I just want that. an yeah. answer. Was there one or more? I mean, you would know if there was at least one individual who worked for the FBI. Who, who entered the Capitol on that day? Uh, I can't, again, I just can't speak to that here, but I'm happy to get the court filing look, that- Look, it's been two years, and you're now, you're now come before us. The gentleman asks these questions, makes all kinds of insinuations, and you, you nod your head yes, and then I ask you simply, was there one or more? And you won't answer that. So I'm going to make the assumption that there was more than one, more than five, more than 10, and that you're ducking uh, the, the question because you don't want to answer for the fact that you had at least one and somehow missed understanding that some of the individuals were very dangerous and that there were others inciting individuals to enter the Capitol after others broke windows. You are so right. It was a simple question. It wasn't like they were asking Ray who was there, name the names, give us their social security number, where do they live? That's not what we're talking about here. There's no investigation that's going to be compromised if you just say yes or no, we had feds in the crowd at January 6th. Yeah, and, th and that's what's happening with a lot of these things. Just yes or no, did you get this email? 
Yes or no, did you request this? They know the answers, but he just works his way all around them. And in the end, what's really going to happen? The biggest crutch that these people use in Washington is, well, it would compromise the investigation. In no way would a yes or no answer compromise any investigation. They weren't asking for names. They weren't asking for, you know, anything else other than yes or no. Did you have some of your employees in the crowd out there on January 6th? Here's a little bit more. This is Ray refusing to answer Representative Thomas Massey's questions about those pipe bombs on January 6th. Remember the story about the pipe bombs that were being found? And, well, remember how that story completely fell off the radar? Chairman Jordan and I sent you a letter a month ago. Some of the information that we found in that interview was that phone data that could have helped to identify the pipe bomber was corrupted was unusable. Uh, he also wasn't sure who found or how the second bomb was found at the DNC. Do you know how the second bomb was found at the DNC? And, and when do you plan on answering our letter? Well, as to the letter, I, I will uh, work with the department to make sure we can figure out what information we can provide. As you know, this is a very active, ongoing investigation. There it is. There are some restrictions on that, but we yes, will we can handle classified fund. information, yes. and we fund your department, and so you need to provide that. <laughs> Whoops. It's not, respectfully, it's not an issue of classification. It's an issue of commenting on ongoing criminal investigations, which is something that by longstanding department policy we are restricted in doing. And in fact, the last administration actually strengthened those policies partly That's because- That's not our policy though, and we fund you. So let's move on. I could do you know how the second pipe bomb- Do you, can you tell us how the second pipe bomb was found at the DNC? I, again, I'm not gonna get into that here. 900 days ago. Great job by Massey from not allowing him to change the conversation, change it into, well, the previous administration did that. That was actually a really good job by Massey keeping him on point. Uh, a few months ago, a leaked FBI memo labeled, quote, radical traditional Catholics as a potential domestic terror threat. Ohio Representative Jim Jordan asked Ray about that today. Do you think priests, priests should be informants inside the church director? We do not recruit, open, or operate confidential human sources to infiltrate, target, report. But that's not, uh, what, religious this, that's not what this said. It sounds like you were trying to do it in no, Richmond, Virginia. No, no sir. No, you sir. Weren't? This, this didn't happen? You can assure us that this that, didn't happen? That product did not, to as best as we can tell, result in any investigative action as a result of it. I can tell you right now that post 9-11, I think they were searching for recruiting and inside local mosques looking to for any information on that. So I just I'm assuming I, that's been alleged. I'm assuming they did that. If they weren't doing that, then they were probably doing things wrong. And the answer that he gave right there basically was, well, the investigation went nowhere. But you're telling me that it was planning to go somewhere. You're almost upset that it didn't yep. go somewhere. Uh, here's Representative Mike Johnson grilling FBI Director Ray over online censorship. 
the evidence shows you, your agency, the people that directly report to you, suppressed conservative-leaning free speech about topics like the laptop, the lab leak theory of COVID-19's origin, the effectiveness of masks and COVID-19 lockdowns and vaccines, speech about election integrity in the 2020 presidential election, security of voting by mail, even parody about the president himself, negative posts about the economy. The FBI made the social media platforms pull that information off the internet if it came from conservative sources. They, they did this under the guise that it was disinformation. Can you, can you define what disinformation is? What I can tell you is that our focus is not on disinformation, broadly speaking. Well, wait a minute. Yes, it is. Well, wait a minute. You're, can I you're, answer the question? You can in a minute. Your star witness said in the litigation, Elvis Chan, who's in charge of this, said they do it on the basis of dif- disinformation. We need, a, we need a definition of what that is. Our focus is on malign foreign disinformation, that is, foreign hostile actors who engage in covert efforts to Mr. abuse Ray, our Mr. social media platforms, which is something that is not seriously in dispute. I have to stop you for time. That's not accurate. You need to read this court opinion because you're in charge of enforcing it. Good stuff so far, right? But again, and Jerry, we talked about this yesterday. I mention it all the time. This is what the Republicans are really good at. They're really good at grilling somebody sitting there, wagging their finger, bringing up things on a PowerPoint, really making these zingers go fast and furious. But at the end of the day, nothing's going to happen to Chris Ray. No, it's just going to be a big nothing burger. I mean, we've, we've, we've had this burger before, right? Whether it's uh, Zuck on the Hill or Hillary or Bill or any of these people, it's it's the same thing. It does. They come up there, and we we it, we feel good, but right. then nothing happens. It just goes away, and then it, it's just crazy to have them hit him on so many different topics. That how can you have any faith in the DOJ? So what you've heard so far has been pretty interesting. I think we'll all agree. But that was the JV game, the main event in one corner embattled FBI Director Christopher Wray. In the other corner, embattled Florida Representative Matt Gates. Both political sides hate the other one. Democrats hate Matt Gates. Republicans hate Chris Ray, And we got them together in the same location today. Both of them had microphones. Here is Florida's Rep Matt Gates entering the Hunter Biden smoking gun WhatsApp messages into congressional record and then kind of exposing Ray under oath about it. I'm sitting here with my father. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a shakedown, doesn't it, Director? I'm not going to get into commenting on that. You, you, you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens? Absolutely not. The FBI well, does not the has que- no oh, interest in You won't answer the question about whether or not that's a shakedown, and everybody knows why you won't answer it. Because to, ev- to the millions of people who will see this, they know it is. And your inability to acknowledge that is deeply revealing about you. Hey, after the first round, we had this. This is that was that was clearly a 10-8 round. That was clearly a 10-8 round. Here's the text. How do you feel? Oh, you don't feel. Is that a problem as well? So it's 10-8 gates after the first round. The million-dollar question, are you 
defending or protecting the Bidens. Uh, here's a pretty good back and forth here when it sounds like Ray was tired of hearing Matt Gates' mouth and tried to clap back. Tell me if you think it worked. You preside over the FBI that has the lowest level of trust in the FBI's history. People trusted the FBI more when J. Edgar Hoover was running the place than when you are. And the reason is because you don't give straight answers. You give answers that, that later a court deems aren't true. And then at the end of the day, you won't criticize an obvious shakedown when it's directly in front of us. And it appears as though you're whitewashing the conduct of corrupt people. Respectfully, Congressman, in your home state of Florida, the number of people applying to come work for us and devote their lives working for us is over up over 100 percent. We're deeply proud of them and they deserve better than you. Damn. <laughs> That's another knockdown there in the second round. We got another knockdown. To his credit, Ray tries to clap back, but there are certain dudes that you're falling into their trap, yep. right? Certain dudes that are waiting for the response, and Gates is one of those guys. Last one here. This was an interesting question. How many illegal, illegal FISA queries have happened under this current administration of the FBI? How many illegal FISA queries have occurred under your leadership of the FBI? Well, there are reports that have come out with different numbers about uh, compliance incidents. More than a million illegal ones? Because that's what the inspector general said. The inspector general said that in the 3.4 million of these queries, more than a million were in error. Do you have any basis to disagree with that, that assessment by the inspector general? Uh, I'm not... I'm not sure, actually, that's a, a correct characterization of the Inspector General's uh, oh, well, findings on well, that. The Internet will remind you of I, that in moments. But, but let, let's now go to uh, what the, the court said. The court said it was over 200,000 that have occurred on your watch. Would, would, do you have any basis to disagree with that assessment? Again, I don't have the numbers I sit here right now. What I can Seems like you, a number you should know. How many times the FBI's breaking the law under your watch? Just another day on Capitol Hill. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.